Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, with New Age and our system, even the fact that like, like I knew about it, but then I'm like, wait a minute, I saw like a farm. So I'm like, is that is that Chris? Yeah. So like, you're a man that wears many hats, man. Um, so you know, how did you get involved with New Age narcissism? Yeah. So that man, dude, I so I stepped away from music for about six years because uh, I was doing the LA thing and I was focused on you know my dance career. That was like it was moving and it was like doing what it was doing. So I was like, okay, cool. My mindset was, why would I ever need to go back to music? I'm doing this. But then I realized, I was like, nope, I'm not really living up to my potential because I'm, I'm a, I'm a one-trick pony at this, at this moment because I'm only doing one thing when I could be expanding myself because I knew I did art and I had music in my back pocket, but it was, it was all about either you go back to it or you don't. So Q, who plays piano in the group, produces, um, who also used to be a lyricist, uh, he had a, he had an original group called Fresh Cut Collective, and it was like an eight-piece group. Yeah, they used yeah. to they used to play a lyrical sanctuary too, man. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, and so that was that was the beginning of like me slowly, gradually coming back to music. Uh, I was in town. Uh, from LA and I met Q at the Urban Island Beach Party right behind Summerfest and I went to the performance I, I walked up as they were performing and uh, I went with one of my high school friends and like he's like yeah let's let's go check out this group so I'm over there just vibing like listening I'm watching him perform and it was something about his energy it was something about his stage presence that I was like okay I dig it. I, I'm all about what they're about, the message they're putting out, which is positive too. So after the show, I walk up to him. I say, hey man, I'm just gonna let you know, we're gonna do some work. We're gonna work together. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do, but we're gonna do something. Uh, I'm not here right now. Like I, I don't live here right now, but uh, we will. And then like, I would say like almost a year later, we ran into each other. Uh, I, was, I was back in Milwaukee and we crossed, each other, crossed paths at a, at a show. And uh, I was like, yo, Let's link. Let's do something. He knew I danced. I knew he did music and he rapped and did all that kind of stuff. And so we, we shot a music video uh, with for Fresh Cut Collective. I danced in the video. He was rapping in the video. And uh, that same week was Summerfest. And Fresh Cut Collective was opening up for The Roots uh, on the Miller Light stage. I remember that. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. And he's like, yo, you should come through, you know, do this performance with us. And I was like, all right, cool. So we did the performance. And then after that, uh, that connection and the bond that we like built within that week, like just kind of just, it really like set off. And we just started vibing. I started doing shows with him. So I, I would dance and he would rap. And so it, it would be the same or equivalent to what, uh, if you go to a seminar and you got a keynote speaker and you got somebody doing sign language on the side. I was mm -hmm. the person doing sign language, but I was dancing. And I would, I would interpret or like do all the movements. Uh, what that reminds me of is uh, Kanye West's, uh, you remember when he put out that Runaway Love film? Oh yeah, that Runaway Love film. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of that, because I've seen some of your yep. performances. I'm like, yo, this is like, I mean, this is like the the poetic sense of hip hop yep. right there, yep. uh, mixed with yep. the live action or mixed with the choreography of yep. dance, though, mending right. together right. Uh, in a beautiful performance mm -hmm. that displays both sides of it, of but it yep. also gives that depth too, as well, yeah. man. Which is which was cool, and uh, just to, I'll speed it up. We did that for a while and then it was just kind of like okay we're becoming predictable so you know you come to a show you know what to expect you already know what's gonna happen right so q really is the reason why i'm even back in music he said oh man you should play like you should play with us and i'm like oh man i ain't i ain't played in years and you know y'all good thing y'all already got it y'all set y'all good 
what y'all got going on is so solid that I don't want to mess it up. But he said, no, he saw something in me more before I did and said, trust me, you're, you'll be fine. And, it, you know, it's kind of like riding a bike. Get your training wheels back on, you go through the process of however long that takes, and then when you feel good, you can take them off. And in truth, it was one of the best things that he could have done or said to me because we started flowing, and then me and him started playing. Uh, and I, I was playing auxiliary drums, so like congas yeah. and all these other different things to add. Just, you know, I was like a little spice yeah. on top of whatever else was going on. Uh, but to speed up to now, we're, we're new age. So our, the drummer of Fresh Cut moved to LA because he wanted to produce music and do things of that nature. And is super successful now. As his bandmate, I didn't want him to go because I felt like, okay, I'm back in the music now and I'm back to myself. This I, now that this is that another level I was talking about about uh, becoming more of the artist that I, I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, but we had to let him go. It, it, he knew what was best for him. And as his brother, I said, man, go do your thing. So he went to go do that, and then I slid over into the position of lead drummer. And. Um, once he left, every all our other bandmates kind of dispersed too, uh, and kind of went off and did their own thing. They, some of them were in school, some of them had their own bands, and so me and Q were the only ones left. And me and him, we had about two months of trying to figure out what to do. Like I remember, I remember it like it was yesterday. Two months of just like, I don't know, man. Like I just started playing again. I'm not trying to stop playing music. I know you not. So what are we gonna do? And uh, we slowly met all of our band, all, all of our members of the group now, one after another. So I met Sam Webster X. At, he was working at Urban Outfitters right here on Prospect and Killingworth. <laughs> and he was uh, at the checkout line. He was the guy who rung me up. Yeah. And he's it. He, we met, and just something about his energy and minds, it just connected. But also, he told me, he was like, yo, man, I, I do music. And this was him in the beginning of his career. Yeah. He's like, yo, man, I, I got this, you know, I got this uh, video shoot, and I'm doing all this kind of stuff, uh, trying to get my name out there. And it was the way he said it, the way he looked at me. I was like, yeah. He bought, he's about something. He, yeah. he, it's something about this dude. And I was like, cool. So the next week, I showed up to his video shoot. Still not knowing. I don't. I don't know him like that. Showed up to his shoot. We shot the video, and that was the first time that we collaborated together. And uh, shortly after that, I met Lord Freddie, who's also in the group, yep. uh, at a show that him and Sam were playing at Landmark, right over here um, uh, on the east side. And this that was the first time I saw Lord Freddie perform. I, I walked in during his performance, and his high energy. He had a connection with the people. Obviously, he was creating waves because there was a lot of people there, and I was like, man, who is this dude? And then shortly after that, uh, Locust Street days came up, and I saw him at Locust Street, and I was like, yo, man, I saw you perform, you know, a few weeks back. You dope, man. Like, you should come link with me and my boy Q. We had a studio at the time called Cocoon Room on Locust Street, and uh, funny thing was, Webster was there, Lord was there, uh, and we all were in the same room. because I told him to come down. I just met Webster a few weeks back, and uh, that was the beginning of it. It was a jam session in the basement of our studio. Now, none of us really knew each other like that, and it was just kind of like, hey, we just down here, just they they vibing on the mic, we all here on the instruments, just playing. And after that, that jam session, me and Q looked at each other and was like, I think this might be it right here. This might be it right here. And little did we know that it was. <laughs> and so we panicked for those two months, and then, it's funny how things just kind of fall into place, uh, meeting one after another, and uh, it just turned into this thing where it is what it is now, and uh, it has never been stronger. And I feel the best I've, like I said, I felt as an artist, yeah. as I, I uh, said earlier, and so this is just like a 
I don't know. It's kind of funny. Things happen for a reason, and that's that's the way I looked at it. It was like it's all right. We we panicked for a little bit. It's like, nah, bro, we, we straight. We we got this. <laughs> so yeah, it, that it's been a long ride. It's yeah. been six years, but uh, in the making, uh, going on seven with me and Q. But New Age is on its third year now, okay. and uh, it's 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 funny how it went from we just playing some music, you know, making music with the homies. No big deal. Now it's like, nah, bro, you got a voice. Yeah. What you gonna do with it? So, yeah. I mean, uh, so, I know you've been with New Age Nursing for a while, and I know it's, it's like your soul, man. Uh, and I know there's a lot of moments that you probably feel really proud about. Um, can you pick one moment, I would say, that just clicked for you? Mm. Like a performance, someone's comments, like one moment that clicked for you that you're just like, yeah, I know. This is, I, I want to do this. I, I love what I'm doing right here. Mm-hmm. But you know, that little, that, that peak, yep. you know? Yeah, that peak. Oh, uh, man. Because there's so, man, there's so many performances. I, it probably, I would say, I was playing Summerfest. Uh, uh, when this year or uh, when you were when, right last, the roots? actually well, we played for the roots. We opened up for the roots again. Uh, oh, that second when, year when they came? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. The second year that they came, uh, and it's funny because I, I have history with those guys because of Yo Gabba Gabba, and they've been on yeah. the show. Uh, Wait, we forgot to talk. Oh my, we forgot yeah, to- yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Sorry. Continue. No, no, yeah. So <laughs> it's that which that's a whole hum- another humbling moment where it's like, cool. I, those are the homies I know them, and and being able to like bring them to my hometown and then open up for them and show, you know show them that love um but yeah our, the moment with us us all playing at Summerfest uh as as local artists you know sharing the stage with the legendary roots and knowing that we were only a year into what we were doing and we already earned that spot because you know Summerfest they only give you they only give out local spots or those those primetime local spots uh, for local artists before a big artist mm-hmm. if they think that you're qualified and legit for that or you they feel like you earned it. It's 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 basically based off of all the work you've done that past year. That's the only way you get in that spot. And for us to be coming out of one year, still trying to figure it out, and they say we think you earned this spot, said we're doing the right thing. We made the right decision to recruit all these people all these guys kind of like x-men we we're like hey just going around meeting all of them say hey we need you on the team we know you're good at that we we'll need you to link up yeah man, we need you take this walkie talk we'll, right, we'll right. call you in the morning yeah man right and so yeah that show that show was just a very like uh, uh eye-opener because it was like yeah we did everything i guess right in that year or good enough to where they said yeah you're good enough to be on that stage in that that prime time slot so yeah, that was that was a huge one for for us, um, and also playing Turner Hall. They don't read, Man, they don't yeah. do much hip hop there. So to be a local act, and we we actually competed with Travis Scott that night because Travis Scott was at the rave. Oh yeah, that, that, that is night. true. Yeah. And so but we still had you know we still packed out Turner Hall, which is like. You know, I think 1,100 people or something like that. So, which is, that's a pretty big deal. So, we're local. Just some local kids, man, from the north side, just trying to, like... Obviously, we've had our all, we've all had our highs, man. I mean, tell us, tell us about your lowest moment, man. Ooh. I want you to open up, man. Right, if, right. if you want to. No, 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 man. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, we here, man. I got you, bro. <laughs> um, I would say to 2013. Uh, because what that year, that was the year I chose to go f- uh, or to become a full-time artist, and I, I, I went from doing uh, 
Nickelodeon and, and I was in LA and I, I worked on the kids show Yo Gabba Gabba and I was like a main character and um, I was the talent so I had it made you know they yeah I have a person you, you get a personal assistant and they take they take care of you you know and they like <laughs> give me rides and stuff and all you gotta do is show up and do your job that's how simple it was everything else was taken care of right and so to go from that come back to Milwaukee literally say I'm gonna start it ground zero just square one and be I'm gonna be in control of my own destiny be my own boss sounds great sounds like the most perfect thing ever but then it was like oh wait you actually got to like prepare you got to actually approach things differently and you're, you're probably the one that's like responsible for a lot of the things that you're gonna have to do there's nobody else there for you you got to do it and so it started out really slow like no money like I was just like I guess you I guess you call it like bumming it stage where you just kind of like just very like sluggish and like damn what's happening like okay I thought I'd, I thought that I would go from this where I was popping right here yeah. and jump right into this and it'd be straight and it was like no nah, bro you gotta earn it and so 2013 was a reminder that oh no it ain't handed to you bro it's never gonna be handed to you so what you gonna do you gonna go get it or you gonna let it just pass you by and um I knew what I wanted out of it, and I knew what I had to do, but it, I just needed patience. Yeah. And that was that, that year taught me how to be patient. The struggle can be real sometimes. It's always. And real. it's right, right, <laughs> and and more real than ever then. Yeah. And so I was like, it's cool, but if you gonna if you if you uh, refrain from going for it all the way, or you freeze up at the first sign of struggle, it ain't meant for you. And that's what I took away from it. It was like, no, you're gonna have to really go get it. If you if you say that this is the life that you want for yourself and you destined for this, and you wanna be your own boss, that's why my, my tagline also is boss mode all day. Cause it, with anything I do, be the one in control of it, be the boss. You know, your hands should be in it. You should be the one sending out the signals. You should be the one laying down the foundation. Everything. Be your boss. Be that boss. Um, so yeah, 2013. Just because it didn't, it didn't happen right away. Nine, literally it took a year. Not until 2014 did it pick up. I mean, how did you push yourself through those low points though, where you just like, man, I, I don't know if I'm gonna make this. You know, I, I hear GameStop hiring. I might need to get a yeah, job. Right, there, or something but, like, yeah. Yeah. So how did you, how did you choose that path? How did you, you know, say like, I'm gonna stay on this path. I'm gonna do this until like it's completed man. so I was like you know my thing is anything that's worth earning you gotta work for it so it's like if you really want to earn this you you gotta go out I'm a word-of-mouth kind of dude I know social media I mean it's been popping for some time but I remember at that time I was just like all right I'm going to these studios I'm telling people hey man I'm, I'm offering classes or let me come teach here or um, who I gotta you know who I gotta connect with to make this happen consistency is everything. Yeah. It's the same with me and my, my style. It's like, all right, you know, most people say you ain't true if they don't see it like that all the time. So when you see me, it's got to be uh, that and only that. And so for me, I just, I would teach here and there. I mean, obviously, uh, as they say, uh, don't do it for the free. <laughs> but you had to have, I had to have a lot of those moments too, yeah. you know. I, and uh, I saw that too. Like, yeah. if you go back on your Instagram, you can say, oh, yeah, man, it's free. And I... Yeah, I, I peeped the game though. Oh, right. it's, you know, it's $10, but if you bring a friend, it's only five, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> now, you, I mean, you play it up now, but it's also, I'm in a position where, like, you know, it's, I don't want to take away from somebody else. I want to be able to put something into into what they want and what they want to be and what they're working to be. Right. Um, 
Because I always say, man, too, also, you know, you can't take the money to the grave with you. Don't right. mean nothing. When we all six feet under, we all the same. Yeah. It's gone. So, I mean, but also, I know you got to make your money to live, too. And luckily, I'm, I'm now in a position where I can be able to, um, you know, help our homies. And maybe I, I may not charge or um, or I know I can charge because I know my work. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's all, you know, it's all about understanding how the game works and what you what you put into it is what you get out of it. Yeah. If I've worked for the last four years now to get to where I am, I know I know what I should be getting paid. I know where I can really invest myself and actually make a difference. Uh, so it all it's it's knowing knowing the value of your work is what it's really about. And I knew in 2013, I said, no, I ain't worked all these years and this much time to like have it not start, you know, pan out for me. Mm-hmm. No, it can't be. I got all the necessary tools. I got the report. I know I'm talented. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here in the first place. Right. Period. You, you, you're not going to get there that way. I mean, some people, they find other ways to get around it. But when you're from Milwaukee, bro, hell no. You got to earn it. Yeah. It ain't given to you. And you're from the north side and you're black.